0: Hello again, and welcome back to the DBT Book Club podcast. This is Kate. Uh, we've had a little bit of a switcher with um, the reading schedules lately, but all good. We'll get everything out to you eventually, I promise. Um, today I'm going to be reading from Chapter 6 of the Dialectical Behaviour Therapy Skills Workbook. Um, Pages 132 to 135 Just a content warning for uh, this section of the chapter there will be uh, mention and discussion of um, Self-harm cutting and mutilation so uh, be aware That that is something this part of the chapter will go over Um, if you're not feeling comfortable doing work with that maybe uh, skip this episode for now but if it is relevant for you um, i do encourage you to listen back in at some point Um, don't completely avoid it but if you need to take a break definitely do that and come back to it at a later date so um, it's going to be starting with the heading overcoming barriers to healthy emotions So we're in the basic emotion regulation skills chapter Um, Last time I read for you a couple of exercises the um, emotional record and the recognizing your emotions worksheet So hopefully you're still working through those um, as it does suggest to do them for a week or two Um, But now we're going to move on um, to a couple more skills so Uh, Here we have a heading on page 132 of Overcoming the Barriers to Healthy Emotions. Now that you've started to recognise your emotions more fully, hopefully you're also noticing how your emotions can influence your behaviours and thoughts. Please look carefully at the following diagram. So, uh, for those of you that don't have a physical copy of the book, or um, for me, I'm just reading a PDF from my iPad. The diagram that it's talking about is a little triangle. Um, so at the top, it's got emotions, at uh, the bottom right corner is behaviours, and the bottom left corner is thoughts. So emotions, behaviours, thoughts. And between those three points of the triangle, are arrows that kind of go either way. So emotions and behaviors feed into each other's behaviors and thoughts feed into each other, emotions and thoughts feed into each other. So it's like a little cyclic triangle, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so i will continue reading. This diagram depicts how your emotions can influence your thoughts and behaviors and also how your emotions can be affected your thoughts and behaviours. For example, Jim lost his favourite watch, a behaviour. He felt sad, an emotion, and then he thought to himself, I'm so absent-minded, I'm an idiot, a thought. But this thought just made him feel more depressed, an emotion, so he went home and got drunk, a behaviour, and later felt ashamed, an emotion, Do you see how your emotions can be both the result and the cause of your thoughts and behaviours? This can become a vicious cycle for your emotions if you get caught in self-destructive behaviours or self-critical thinking. But this cycle can also lead to more fulfilling emotional experiences if you engage in healthy behaviours and self-affirming thoughts. For example, Maybe after Jim lost his watch, a behaviour, and felt sad, an emotion, he could have used a coping thought, like, mistakes happen, nobody's perfect. Then, he might have been able to forgive himself for his mistake, another thought, and continue his day, feeling at ease, an emotion. Or, after feeling sad about losing his watch, maybe he could have gone for a long walk, a behaviour, which would have made him feel refreshed, an emotion. There were many coping thoughts and behaviours Jim could have used to prevent getting caught in a cycle of distressing emotions. Emotions and your behaviours Clearly, your emotions and your behaviours are strongly linked, and, not surprisingly, Stronger emotions often lead to bigger behavioural reactions. As a result, many people with overwhelming feelings also struggle with out-of-control behaviours. People with overwhelming emotions often do many self-destructive things when they feel angry, depressed or anxious. They cut or mutilate themselves, manipulate others which often leads to fights and destructive relationships, overeat, undereat, drink alcohol excessively, and use street drugs. Obviously, these types of behaviours are harmful to everyone who's involved. Yet, people who engage in these behaviours often do them repeatedly. So the question remains, why do people do these types of things? The answer lies in your emotions. Let's start with the basics. Many behaviours are repeated because they are rewarded. A person goes to work for the reward of a paycheck. A student goes to school for the reward of a degree. People play sports for the reward of competing. A musician plays an instrument for the reward of creating music and a gardener plants flowers for the reward of seeing them blossom. All of these rewards reinforce these behaviours and make them more likely to be repeated in the future. If you didn't get a paycheck for going to work, you wouldn't go anymore. If your teachers told you that there was no chance for you to graduate, you'd probably drop out. And if you only got weeds every time you planted a garden, you'd probably stop doing that too. In the same way, your emotions can serve as rewards that reinforce your behaviour. Here's a simple example of how pleasurable emotions can reinforce a behaviour. Phil helped his friend Stefan move into a new apartment, a behaviour. Stefan was very grateful, which made Phil feel happy about helping him, an emotion. So the next time Stefan asked for a favour, Phil was happy to help him again, another behaviour, because it would make him feel good again, another emotion. However, emotions can reinforce self-destructive behaviours as well. Consider this example. Teresa, who struggled with overwhelming emotions, once said, if I feel bad, I want my husband to feel bad too. Logically, this doesn't make any sense, but thoughts, emotions and behaviours aren't always logical. As a young girl, Teresa had never been taught how to cope with her distressing emotions. When she was in emotional or physical pain, she suffered alone, without anyone's help. No one paid attention to how she felt. Then, as an adult, she realised that someone would give her and her pain attention if she hurt the other person too, usually by making them feel upset. For example, when Teresa felt upset at work, she would go home and pick a fight with her husband about something unimportant, her behaviour, and would feel miserable as well. Then, he would finally recognise how Teresa felt and talk to her about her feelings which was her emotional reward. Teresa may not have been consciously aware that she was hurting her husband on purpose, but that didn't matter. At some point in her life, her thoughts had become automatic. I feel bad, so I have to make someone else feel bad, then I'll feel better. And because her behaviour was consistently rewarded with a positive, although illogical, emotional experience, validation from her husband, The behaviour was reinforced and repeated in the future. So here it's got another diagram. Um, It's kind of in two parts. So on the left hand side, it says the basics and has emotion or thought, with an arrow to behaviour, with an arrow to behaviour is rewarded, with another arrow to behaviour is repeated. On the right hand side, it's Uh, I've got that same kind of flow on, but with examples from Teresa's experience from the story just then So I feel sad with an arrow to she starts a fight with her husband with an arrow To her husband recognizes how she feels with an arrow to there are more fights in the future so um, as you can see the emotional thought kind of flows on to behavior flows on to Um, that behaviour being rewarded, and so that means the behaviour is repeated. However, the way Teresa coped with her distressing feelings only made her feel better for a very limited amount of time. In the long term, her marriage suffered at the expense of her emotional validation. Teresa and her husband had frequent fights as a result of her behaviours and these fights always made her feel even worse. The emotional rewards that reinforce self-destructive behaviours are important to understand. The two types of self-destructive behaviours that people with overwhelming emotions often engage in are cutting and self-mutilation and manipulating others. Both of these behaviours offer short-term rewards that make them likely to be repeated, but both types of behaviours are also followed by long-term damage. In the next section, reducing your physical vulnerability to overwhelming emotions, you'll learn about self-destructive eating and substance use behaviours too. So this next section is labeled cutting and self-mutilation. Many people who cut, burn, or scar themselves say that their actions make them feel better or that their actions relieve some of their pain. To a certain degree, they're right. Cutting and other types of self-mutilation can cause the body to release natural painkillers called endorphins that help heal the wound. These painkillers can make a person feel physically and emotionally better for a very short amount of time. Yet, as temporary as these rewards are, these physical and emotional feelings reinforce self-mutilation in the future. But remember, these behaviours can be dangerous and possibly lead to death or infection. And while the pain relief is temporary, the scars, the memories and the guilt that often accompany these actions still remain. If you engage in any cutting or self-mutilating behaviours, identify what those behaviours are in the space below. Then, identify what the temporary reward might be. And finally, identify what the long-term costs and dangers are due to those behaviours. So the next little section has um, a couple of, like, Uh, starter sentences and then a blank space for you to fill in so the first uh, sentence starter is the cutting and self mutilating behaviors that I engage in are blank you can either think of something now if you're feeling comfortable and this is relevant to you um, or write these down um, to do at a later date or If you do have a physical copy of the book, you can do this at a later time. The next one is Temporary rewards for my behaviors are blank space. The long-term costs and dangers of my behaviors are blank space. Manipulating others. In the earlier example, You saw why Teresa picked fights with her husband when she was feeling upset. Her actions, though damaging to her marriage, made her feel better for a short amount of time. Her behavior was rewarded with emotional validation, so it was repeated in the future, but the frequent fights with her husband made her feel even worse in the long run. Similarly, other forms of manipulation can have short-lived emotional rewards that lead to repetition. When you force someone into doing what you want, maybe you feel satisfied or in control. These can all be strong emotional rewards, especially considering that many people with overwhelming emotions feel like their own lives are out of control. But, again, even these emotional rewards are temporary. Here are some examples. Whenever Brandy felt bored, she liked to mess with people, just to give herself pleasure. Often, she would lie to her friends and tell them phony rumours she claimed to have heard about them. Then, when her friends would get upset, Brandy would pretend to comfort them. This made her feel powerful, until her friends discovered the truth and then stopped talking to her. Similarly. Jason was very controlling of his girlfriend, Patricia. When they would go out to dinner, he would order for her, even if she wanted something different. He also wouldn't let her spend time with her friends. He was constantly calling her on her cell phone to see where she was, and he told her that if she ever left him, he'd kill himself. Patricia really cared about Jason, and she didn't want to see him get hurt. Eventually, Jason's manipulative behaviours wore her out, so, despite his suicidal threats, Patricia broke up with him. Remember, no one likes to be manipulated. Eventually, the person who is being manipulated gets tired of being controlled and puts up resistance. Then, the relationship becomes confrontational and unrewarding and often ends very painfully. This is usually the worst possible result for a person struggling with overwhelming emotions, because he or she is often extremely afraid of being abandoned by others. In fact, all the manipulative behaviours are usually attempts to cope with this fear of being left alone and to force people to stay with them. But when the relationships fail, The fear of being abandoned becomes a reality, and this can set off even more incidents of self-destructive behaviours. If you engage in any manipulative behaviours, identify what those behaviours are in the spaces below. Then, identify what the temporary rewards might be. And finally, identify what the long-term costs and dangers are due to these behaviours. So again, it's got um, a couple of sentence starters and a blank space that you can either um, think of now if it applies to you, and if you're feeling comfortable to do that, or you can write down to answer later. Um, Otherwise, if you do have a copy of this book, you can fill it out um, in that. The manipulative behaviours that I engage in are The temporary rewards for my behaviours are The long-term costs and dangers of my behaviours are And that is the end of um, page 135 there. That's all I will be reading for today. But we will continue on soon. Um, today was a pretty heavy hitter, so um, make sure that you do something nice for yourself after this. Um, do something self-soothing. Um, really take care of yourself. This kind of work can be quite, quite difficult. And bring up, you know, a lot of emotions. We really want to be taking care of ourselves as much as we can when we're doing this kind of work. Um, give yourself breaks, contact people that, um, you know, will support you um, if you can um, or otherwise, yep, just self-suiting as much as you want. um, Look Back maybe into some of the earlier chapters um, for advice on that if you're finding this quite difficult. Um, But otherwise, um, listen back in later on, and we will continue with chapter six. Goodbye, everyone.